when we rest well, we get clarity on everything else. Mm -hmm. So even sitting down to work for eight hours, I'm a big fan of just saying, I'll use the time I give myself. So if I give myself eight hours for a project, I will take eight hours. Mm -hmm. If I give myself four hours, we've all, you know, you think back to grade school, waited or college maybe, you've waited till like the ninth hour and you pump out a paper that's like eight pages long in three hours yep. <laughs> as you have to. A lot of us give ourselves so much time to get something done when really just give myself two hours. That does help me a little bit with rest and, and kind of looking at why would I give myself eight hours to do this? I could probably do this in way less. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now here's your host, Ruthie Gray. My guest today, Alicia Byers, host of the Well-Rested Entrepreneur podcast, is a business coach who helps entrepreneurs create the right business plans and strategies to help them stay well-rested and avoid the hustle. Wow, what a concept, right? (laughs) She regularly secures clients on Instagram without a huge following and without being on the app all the time. Two things we love to advocate here at Authentic Online Marketing. Today, you'll hear how she runs her business, home life and homestead, while building in the rest we also desperately need, but often don't know how to build time for. This gal is funny, spunky, and smart, and you are going to come away with three solid ways to build in more time for rest, as well as learn how she uses Instagram strategically with her business. It's brilliant. And now, listen in. Alicia, I am so glad to have you on the podcast. Thanks for taking the time to meet with us today. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I love a good discussion. (laughs) And that is what we are going to do today. (laughs) I am pumped. I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. Let's go. So Alicia, you're a wife, a mom, a rookie homesteader, and a business owner. And that's a lot of plates to spin. And in this day and age, the hustle mantra of you can do it all, mom, is prevalent. And yet, Your own mantra of rest over hustle goes against all of this. When did you first become passionate about rest? That moment when I realized what I am doing is going to take me so far away from the things that I value. That's the moment that things really shifted. I'm a very achievement oriented person, a very goal minded person. And with that, it's a gift, but it's also a kryptonite. It's the thing that drives me to work a lot. It's the thing that says there's still more potential, reach your potential. And so for me, this idea of resting meant you're not meeting your potential. And so when I had this moment where things were wild, I didn't recognize myself. If you ask me, what are you doing for fun? I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what that looks like anymore. So when I started to experience the symptoms of obviously burnout, not recognizing myself, losing my identity in the roles I was playing. So just being very consumed with 
coaching, being a mom, being a wife, working all the time when I lost my sense of self and who God has created me to be and the things that he put in my heart that I desire and want. That's when things shifted into understanding. I don't want to live like this and, and I won't live like this anymore. And it's been a struggle ever since, but having that moment, it doesn't make it better or easier. It just reminds me that it's so important that I keep striving for this anti-hustle living. Right. You have to fight for it. That's something that I have learned through my own business, building it and running it is that I could literally do this 24 seven because I love it so much. And yet that is not healthy for anyone. (laughs) So do you think, and obviously you do, but it's possible to run a business effectively and pursue rest at the same time? I do. I think it takes a lot of self-discipline because as a business owner or even a stay-at-home mom, a working mom, anything, there's this constant awareness of everything that you could, could be doing. And while I know that it's possible to pursue rest and growth at the same time and showing up as my best version of myself and doing things in excellence. Those are things that are important to me. I'm going to prioritize rest and I'm going to show up in a way that honors rest that I know is important. And that is good. It's not less than it's not my not terrible me or subpar work. That's really good work when it honors rest. So Uh I did have to do some work reframing that doing less work was healthy and wonderful and a great job because originally it felt like slacking. <laughs> yes, I get that like, for sure. Oh, I'm more to do. Why? Like, I'm not meeting my potential. Why? Like, there was a lot going on there. And there's still sometimes flex of that where it feels like, well, I'm taking time away, but all I'm doing is consumed by thoughts of work. And, and I think that's a journey that will be continuous as myself being an entrepreneur and a mom and a wife and the homesteading, those kind of things will always be present. It's just how am I choosing to say that's present, but rest is still vital and it's important and just putting things in their right perspective. Yes. Because as an entrepreneur and a mom and a homestead owner, it's easy with all those hats to just think, okay, if I can just, since I took this hat off, if I can just put the business hat on, for the next eight hours, like solid without breaks, <laughs> get a whole bunch of stuff done. <laughs> and yet I find that my stamina and my brain don't even work well that way. It's hard to kind of steamroll through our day. And I do think hustle culture has taught us head down, give all that you have, dump it all out. And there's really no balance. And balance, I say that lightly because I think we have to have tons of rest and we might have to have seasons of tons of work. When we hear balance, it's kind of like both are subpar, like 50% rest, 50% work. But I really think it's, we have to prioritize rest at hundred percent. And when we do that, when we rest well, we get clarity on everything else. Mm -hmm. So even sitting down to work for eight hours, I'm a big fan of just saying, I'll use the time I give myself. So if I give myself eight hours for a project, I will take eight hours. (laughs) If I give myself four hours, we've all, you know, you think back to grade school, waited or college, maybe you've waited till like the ninth hour and you pump out a paper that's like eight pages long in three hours. Yep. 
because you have to. A lot of us give ourselves so much time to get something done when really just give myself two hours. That does help me a little bit with rest and, and kind of looking at why would I give myself eight hours to do this? I could probably do this in way less. Yes, exactly. Just give yourself a time limit and then stick to it and honor that rest and that time. So you are on Instagram as it's Coach Alicia Byers. So you have built a platform there that is working well for you, drawing business for you. You've shared with me before how that works very well. So what would you say to someone who is they're building their business and they're building their Instagram to draw clients? Is it possible to build a solid Instagram without hustling and posting every day or being on the app all the time? Yes. One thing I would say, absolutely work with Ruthie through this because she's an expert. A lot of the things that I have implemented have come from being in her insider group, but also sitting underneath her training. But for me, one of the most powerful things I've learned from that is to show up my, as myself with a plan. If I show up and I'm just scrolling on through not much changes. I have used Instagram very strategically, a huge part of my business model. And if you are an entrepreneur, I would say absolutely do this every week. This last couple quarters, I focused on can I add value to anywhere between 5 and 15 people every week. So when I show up to Instagram, my thought process is how can I add value to someone's life intentionally? So that is really how I've used Instagram. And it actually has come back in triple fold in positive ways to my business, whether it be my email list or having a meaningful conversation with someone or converting it over a simple DM to email. And now we have a sale. When I show up to Instagram, I'm not thinking, can I get a follower? I'm thinking, can I add value to somebody's life? That might be encouraging them. It might be supporting their business. It might be buying something they sell. It might be saying, thank you for sharing my content. I don't know if you understand what that does for me as a small business owner. When you share that, I got three new people I could connect with. Thank you. So when I show up to Instagram, it's strategic and I kind of fine tune those goals for my, to fit my business goals. I show up to add value to people's life. And when I do that, I walk away and I feel like, wow, that was really time well spent. Wow. That is so opposite of just, you know, our own mentality is that we need to just push our own content and keep pushing and keep pushing. And I love the way you put that show up to add value to others. That's awesome. I love it. Let's talk about. I can't lose if I do that. If, if all I do is show up and encourage someone intentionally, which is to me, I'm, I'm not going to go on a rant here for our time's sake. It's not just pushing a reel out there. That's while that might encourage someone for me, it's that part two of somebody who shares it going and saying, thank you for that. That makes a big difference. What you do matters. That's the ad value. The ad value for me is not push the content. It's really the, the individual aspect that I can connect with someone on a human level. And so when I push stuff out there, it's not just to say, Oh, I did a reel today. That's great. I got 2000 views or sometimes 20, you never know. Um, <laughs> so converting that. So I had to say that. Yes. And it's something that I say a lot. The more you give, the more you get on Instagram. A lot of times newer Instagrammers do not realize that that is a 
foundational concept, but it is called social media for a reason. Yeah. (laughs) You did mention you were a part of our insider mentorship for the last year, and we loved having you there. And one thing that I always say, my mantra is community grows opportunity. Have you seen that collaborating with others on Instagram as a good way to use Instagram while balancing rest? Yes, because for me, what the insider group does is it gives clarity in a place that's very unclear and very saturated. So I might get on Instagram and follow a couple people who are telling me five different things on how to grow my Instagram account or convert. But when I'm in one place seeing and and experiencing Instagram with a community, it helped me get clarity where I felt pulled in a thousand different strategic directions. And I also felt that it within the community, there was a lot of honoring of the time that I was willing to spend on Instagram. And that's a big deal for me because there are a lot of platforms that do push showing up all day or engaging a lot. Whereas in the insider group, it really was very strategic to what I wanted to see happen using the time I wanted to invest. So that's what I appreciated about it the most. And just being able to hear other people's ideas or see what worked was very good. It was very helpful to see, oh, you did that and that worked. Let me try that. And sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it gave me that clarity. So I wasn't lost when I opened the platform to what should I be doing where I feel like I'm in a creative slump. There was a lot of clarity through that group. Yes. A lot of brainstorming going on, masterminding and input on what do you think I should do about my bio or how do you think my feed comes across to you? And then we can take away from that and use a lot of those ideas ourselves. And then when you are part of a group that is working together, you learn to respect each other and you want to share each other's content and just really support each other. So I I feel like it's just such a a beautiful thing to be able to be a part of a community that is like-minded in their faith and just supportive. Absolutely. So if you could give me your top three rest or anti-hustle tips or boundary tips even, these are your go-to that people need to know and put into action, what would they be? Narrowing it down is quite hard, but I will do it because you asked. (laughs) So one of them that's been game changing for me is really moving through this space of not seeing everything as black and white. And so what I mean by that is if I show up in a day, I might have a thousand things I want to get done that day. And if I fall short of that, my human reaction is what a waste of a day. It's really that black and white. And so I like to say, find the gray. Okay. It's not that the day stunk because I didn't get everything done. It's that it was this gray space. I got some done and then there was some that was left on the table. But if you go to this black and white space, it's really hard mentally to find any kind of motivation. And most of us live every day in the gray. I do this simple exercise with my clients that we have a box. We draw this like 
box out and inside the box is their role as, you know, the entrepreneur or whatever role they play. And at the top of the box is their best day in their role. So for us as an entrepreneur, it might be showing up on Instagram, creating new content, responding to inquiries, maybe selling something. That's a really good day. And then, then at the bottom of the, da- the box, we have this opportunity to write our minimums for a day in the life. So it might just be for me, seeing all clients that day. That's my bare minimum is to see my clients well. Well, both things in the box are really healthy things. But a lot of times we start assuming that the top of the box is our standard. The top of the box is actually the bottom of the box. So that becomes our baseline standard is an ideal perfect day. (laughs) And so we start living with this idea that that ideal day is what we expect from ourselves. And for most of us, it happens maybe two work days of every month. And so if every day or 90% of our days, we spend feeling like we've fallen short and it's that black and white, it's really hard. But if we kind of understand, oh, today was a gray day. How great. There's still opportunity for tomorrow. And I got stuff done today. So finding the gray is one of my biggest mindset shifts that helps me navigate this rest space of knowing that ending at an appropriate work time is awesome. That's great. It's not a failure. I love that. It's not a failure. It's great. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) So finding the gray. Another one is a very strategic and easy one to implement, which is going to be setting appropriate work hours. A lot of us say, well, I'm not going to work past four or five o'clock. And then we do every day. That's where the boundaries come in. Be a person of integrity with yourself. You would never, most of us, I can't say at all, you would, uh, it's unlikely you would set a client appointment and just stiff them. Just don't even show up. You wouldn't do that. So if you are willing to have integrity with others, you must have integrity with yourself first. So if you set work hours, easy hack there is I I verbalize when I'm done for the day. So I might put it on Instagram. At four o'clock, I'm checking in because I'm done for the day. I'm going to update you on what I'm cooking for dinner. Check in at four o'clock. Or I tell my husband, I'm not working past four today. Or I tell my kids when the clock is four zero zero, I'm going to come out, we're going to read a book. So you can start building in some accountability that way. If you're struggling with integrity with yourself, and I know that might sound harsh, but integrity with yourself, loop it in. So that way, you know, you have integrity with others. You're now doing what you said you were going to do to your spouse, to your children, maybe to Instagram followers, whatever it takes putting those work hours in, in practice. Yeah. Accountability. I know I've said to several people before, I am the worst taskmaster. I wouldn't treat my employee, which is my daughter, the way I treat myself. I think I'm supposed to do all these things when I really do get a sense of freedom. When I just say, I'm only going to do like, say these three things today in this amount of time. It just is such a freeing experience. Yeah. Being realistic too. (laughs) Like being realistic with what it's going to take. And another like strategy, because I want to be sure that there's some really tangible things you can do. When we have this overwhelm in our head about everything we have to do is so hard to rest or close the computer because it's looming. So a very quick strategy that helps me rest more. Again, resting more is the goal. Being lazy is not the goal. Resting is the goal. That's Those are two very different things. If I have a goal of rest, there has to be a line in the same where I choose it. 
a very simple strategy is write down everything you feel that you must do or you have to do. Then right beside it, just do a little hash mark. How long is it going to take you to do each thing? For me, when I tally the time, a lot of times, it's really not that much time. So I might say, all right, today I have six hours of work to do. That would be like insane amounts, like outside of clients. But I say, I could do two of that today, two of that tomorrow, and two the next day. Wow, I feel so much better about taking tonight off. (laughs) Because I know it's just... Or it might be an extra hour tomorrow. So you'd be like, oh, well, we'll finish up for today because... I have five hours tomorrow to work on the business and I only need one. You feel great. But when you kind of have all these assumptions out there, things get more challenging. So if you can just write things out and then take the time it takes to write it down, you'll probably see similar things to what I see or my clients see, which is, wow, I actually have the time. And to make me feel better, I just put it on the calendar. So I know it's safe. I'm going to do it. It's there. So I can walk away and take this rest time. And I can choose to not be guilty because that happens right. a lot because we feel guilty. Yes, we do. I think that is probably one of the best things that I am learning <laughs> to do myself is to estimate the time and then just set aside that time. A lot of times it's n- not even as long as you think it's going to be, but you just put it off or other times you're not realistic and you take like we fit the time that we give. Yeah. Like we said earlier, you just, you expand to whatever time you think you're going to take on something and, and then some. <laughs> and okay. I have to say this too, because if you are someone, I feel like I should say this. If you run meetings, here's my strategy for those of you who run meetings, who end up having meetings, and then you work three hours after the meetings, just catching up on what you told those people you would get them. That happens a lot. And it steals rest. I'm only saying this because it steals rest every day. Start wrapping up your meetings 10 10 minutes earlier. If I'm talking to someone and I know I'm going to send them something or we need to make a next appointment, I tell them at the beginning, Hey, we're going to end 10 minutes early. We're going to stop where we're at. I'm going to email you in real time. So I recap what we just talked about in an email to them on the screen. Since I do virtual meetings, I pop in the attachments, we make the next calendar appointment and I send. So when I end my day, if it's a meeting day, I do not have all these things that I owe people that I'm carrying around in my brain. So if you're running meetings, tighten your meetings, use the back end to write out the recap, send anything you need to send. That way, at the end of the day, you don't feel this obligation of integrity. Well, I said I would get them this. Or just start telling them if you refuse to do that, tell them you'll get it to them in the next 72 hours. So you're going to have to start kind of throwing some shifts in there to see some different results. I think that a lot of times we do feel like we are obligated when there is a simple solution like you just gave us to wrapping it up and helping people managing expectations. That's huge. Yes. All of this to say over committing things, over delivering things overspending time with potential clients, prospects, even existing clients, even social media will steal your rest. And without rest, it's very hard to have clarity. And so when you're making business decisions and you're not, you don't have clarity, you're probably not making the best decision. And so the aim of rest is to get away, step back, have clarity on your life and business, and also be filled, be refueled, have activities that you enjoy that make you happy. Amen. 
Wow. What a great note to end on. I love how you summed all of that up. From start to finish, we started talking about how you rest and why it's important to you and ended up, you summed it up beautifully as to why this should be important to us too. Alicia, thank you so much for taking the time out to be with us today. How can listeners connect with you online? So you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Coach Alicia Byers. You can also connect with me on my podcast. It's The Well-Rested Entrepreneur. You can find it on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. I love my podcast. I have a lot of fun on it. They are micro episodes or minis. I don't know, fun size, snack size, whatever. <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes max. They are very similar to what you saw today. Me and Ruthie talk about uh, often strategic one or two activities you can do. And it's aimed at finding more rest as an entrepreneur. And I hope that you give it a listen and enjoy it as much as I enjoy creating it. <laughs> yes. Y'all want to tune into that for sure and get those little snack size tidbits of little golden nuggets. We'll link that in the show notes and we will link Alicia's Instagram handle in the show notes. And again, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.